Hey, welcome to the Pondo Podcast. This is episode three of Camp Talk, and today's episode is a special one. We want to celebrate the fact that we've passed the halfway point of our year-end giving campaign called Double Portion. In today's episode, the Skippers and I talk about the meaning of Double Portion and how it ties into the theme of our upcoming Winter One Day events. But before we dive in, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone that has supported Camp Pondo during this campaign. It's champions like you that help us provide a unique space for people to encounter Jesus. Thank you so much. Let's dive in. Here uh, with the skippers, yeah. how are you guys doing? What's up? Good. 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 Yeah. Doing well. Yeah. Thanksgiving was was good. Mm-hmm. Holidays are good. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Love yep. it. Yeah. Um, you guys have any like big magical plans for Christmas? I think we talked about this last time. Mm-hmm. You guys are doing some traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But outside of just the typical travel, what do you guys like? What's like a skipper tradition? Around the around the holidays. Well, we'll see if it happens this year. Normally, we go out for seafood on Christmas Eve. That's really? kind of a big big meal for us. Okay. Yeah. So we've done that with our kids for years, and so yeah. All I can see is like Clark Griswold eating duck in my mind <laughs> when you're talking about that. <laughs> it's no, like, you know, no, not, not the yeah. same. You know. Not the same. Not the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Is there like a, a seafood spot you go or just kind of like any seafood? Yeah, no, it depends on where we are okay. because we're, you know, bouncing around from yeah. from year to year. Yeah. The the first one was Red Lobster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. The, what That's a started nice classy. that tradition, it was so random, was we were invited by another couple on Christmas Eve to go to Red Lobster. Oh. And we're like, wow, this would be a cool, and we just continued it on. That's so I don't fun. think we've ever been to Red Lobster since, but um, <laughs> yes, we have. But we've done, but we've, but, but it's been seafood. That's cool. You know, kind well, of cool tradition. And we had a, a little fun with that when we went out for seafood. Do you want to share that? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, when our, our kids were little, and even now, a lot of times we will see somebody across the room that's maybe alone or something like that, and we end up buying their dinner, and oh, our kids cool. always thought it was such a fun, sneaky thing to do, and they would giggle, mm. and you know, and we would watch for the surprise, and we would... You know, and they just learn, you know, to look out for people like that that so don't cool. have, you know, f- family yeah. on holidays. Wow. And so that was one of the yeah. things we did. That's super made cool. it our own, made it special. Yeah. So that's super cool. That reminds me, I don't know if you guys have seen this. There's a guy on YouTube. I think his name is like Mr. Beast or something like that on YouTube. But this guy will go into a restaurant and he'll tip someone like a gold bar. Mm. Or like wow. he tips somebody like an actual house one time. Like <laughs> he left the, he like left keys on the table. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, sir, you like forgot your keys. And he's like, no, those are your keys to your new home. Wow. And it's like, it, I don't know. I just like watch everything. Everybody likes those stories, yeah. you know, of like, you yeah. know, the person coming over. Oh, sorry. Your meal's been paid for. Yeah. 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 It was, it's fun. Yeah. It's my fun mom to and do. I, my mom and I were actually uh, eating together. I guess it was a few weeks ago while we were back in Arkansas and we like turned our ticket in. The lady was like, 
oh, I guess your meal's been paid for because I saw one of my friends in the restaurant and then we were walking out the door and they came and chased us out and they were like, oh, actually it wasn't, we messed up. <laughs> and so I was already like texting him like, oh, dude, thanks so much, you know, but they so just, they had generous. to mess up and we had to pay for it. So I was like, I think you should have gave it to us for free. Yeah, if you're going to really. chase us yeah, down, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Anyways, well, cool. Well, let's dive into this double portion thing because I'm, I'm excited about this. Um, we've actually been, I guess, theme prepping for the better part of a couple months now. Mm-hmm. And this idea of double portion, which comes from Isaiah 61, Isaiah 61 um, has been, I, I think, just it came pretty quick in regards to our theme planning. And yeah. so where did that come from? Because I'm thinking back to our conversations, but where or when did the Isaiah 61 like really come into our conversation. Yeah, when we first started kind of huddling up together as a team and and talking through potential winter camp directions, it was actually Tark who brought mm-hmm. that yeah. to the to the table. I I had I was prepared with something else that I thought was incredible. <laughs> and then when he unpack that i'm like dude mm. that's it yeah. like that's yeah. that is that is what i i think god's calling us to mm. what we mm. need to lean into in this um in this season mm. that we're going through one thing that we that we attempt to do with themes i think is is to be timely in a subtle way mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think this is kind of meets that criteria. Um, let me, uh, let me, let me just start and, and, and kind of talk about, I had this up and, and it disappeared. Um, but Isaiah 61 starts with the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. Mm. He has sent me to bind the brokenhearted, to pro- proclaim freedom for the captives. We we won't go in to unpack the whole thing. Mm. But as you're, as you're reading that, you're thinking that is, that is Isaiah's proclamation that Jesus would later claim mm. yeah. as his own. Yeah. Right, and I think the the message is that even transfers now to mm-hmm. us. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know yeah. that the the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because He's anointed us mm-hmm. to proclaim. Get emo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, proclaim good news to the poor, and yeah. And, yeah. and poor is. Kind of, uh, I believe, mm-hmm. a generic term that speaks to yeah. just broken people. That's yeah. you know, yeah. that's all of us. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. so, anyway, it's just amazing how that how that came about. And then later on um, in the passage, where this um, where the double portion part comes. Um, Isaiah says, instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. Mm. And so you inherit a double portion in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. Yeah. Mm. 
Mm. And um, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're just we're just claiming that, and yeah. and and it all ties into the winter one day theme. So so our winter one day theme is instead we rise, mm. which is taking directly taken directly. Um, from this passage and then the double portion Mm. is you know we're claiming that as a part of this passage but it but it goes back even beyond that because we had a um a former summer staffer who approached us with a with a matching gift Mm. um and said hey we'll you know we'll we'll give x amount of dollars and you know if you guys could match that and and other donors then mm-hmm. stepped forward and said, "Hey, we want to add to that." Yeah. So we've got this twenty five thousand dollar matching gift now that um, that we're moving forward with this double mm-hmm. portion yeah. Yeah. campaign. I think and, it's safe to say that we have been living in that passage for a couple of months now, mm-hmm. pretty consistently. Um, just kind of, I mean, living in it, reading it daily, and mm-hmm. um, and so God has really spoken through that. Uh, to us, and we hope, you know, in turn that it speaks to other people. Uh, it's been, you know, a, se- a season mm. that a lot of people are in despair about, mm. and um, finding joy in that is sometimes hard. Mm. And so, um, yeah, we just hope that it, it it brings that kind of peace and joy to people to mm. know that the Lord is on their side yeah. and they that He is for them, mm. um, not against them. And no matter what happens, He's still there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the things that we latched onto really quickly with that idea of the double portion was in the context of this year, a lot of people are, are legitimately just trying to survive. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, and that's, I think sometimes we, we I think with, especially within the church, we kind of attach um, negative thoughts to just trying to survive mm-hmm. as, as like if it's apathetic or something mm-hmm. like that. But this year, mm-hmm. I mean, really, like a lot of us who have been in these like thriving atmospheres are now in a place like we're just trying to survive. <laughs> survive yeah. um, and I love that verse. And I think we talked about that of um, instead of your shame, and I think we even kind of tagged on to this idea of like instead of what you think um, you need or instead of what you think you um should uh, gather to function or in, or in, instead of what you, um, you know, just needed a basic level, God is going to go above and mm-hmm. beyond. Yeah. Um, and we've been, you know, we've been praying obviously not, o- not only for this giving campaign, but for, you know, winter one days and yeah. whatever it looks like for us to start um, hosting and ministering to students again that it won't just be what we've done, mm-hmm. but it would be above and beyond that. Yeah. And that God, uh, I think Dan, you said this in the in our kind of launch video for the campaign is that we would pray for in whatever ways mm-hmm. God wants to give or pour out a double portion. Yeah, not just in like funding, not just within um, you know like logistical stuff of getting back to operations, but I mean, seriously yeah. going above and beyond yeah. and seeing this place thrive like never before. Right, right. Um, yeah, that's who God is. And I think that's in our like little minds. And when we box God into to what we think he is sometimes, it's like, oh God, just give me what I need. Like mm-hmm. give me my daily bread. Yeah. Um, but God's like, I have so much more yeah. for you. And so yeah. um, I love that. So then you, I want to go back to this um, because I do, I hope that this podcast does serve um, to encourage people who are serving or working at other camps and things like that. So when you're talking about theme development and not wanting to 
one, be cheesy. We can just call that out. Sure. But two, like you said, <laughs> wanting to be, um, say that phrase again, what you said earlier, like when it comes to the, like the themes. We want to be timely, but in a subtle way. Yes. Yeah. Not just coming right out and being like, you know, um, you know, making a lot of what this year has been. And I think you made a comment when we were diving into the conversations of like, people have been just surrounded by, um, like opposition and mm-hmm. not like suffering and like a, you know, in the kind of way we think about that sometimes, but, um, yeah, like that generic kind of meaning of poor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and we don't just want to like shove that back in their face when they right. come to camp. Mm-hmm. Right. So talk about that f- yeah. for me for, in regards to this theme right. and wanting to be, um, like relevant and wanting to be timely, but not just in a way that just, almost takes advantage of the circumstances they've been coming from. Mm. Right. Yeah, yeah. What, are, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I think the, you know, one theme could have been COVID sucks, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. But but we we really, we our challenge, honestly, for Winter One Day, I think, is can we spend mm. 12 hours with these students and their leaders mm. and not say the word COVID? Mm. Yeah. That's my hope. Wow. Well, you know? we pray for relief from that, right. and so yeah. um, we may not be past it completely. It doesn't look like we will be mm. past it. So having you know just the freedom to get away from that for for yeah. a time is is life giving to kids. Mm. Like I don't have to worry about COVID right now. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. but instead we rise totally, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. We rise above it. Yep. We rise beyond it, mm-hmm. um, and God even rise. uses that in our, you know, in our day to day life. He mm. uses it to stretch us and teach us, mm. um, and then to bless others through that. So there's just so much that can be accomplished even through COVID or negative kinds of things, mm-hmm. um, and so just just hope to be able to do that to share mm-hmm. that. All right, so we talked about this kind of process, but not really a process of. Um, seeing this theme, you know, come together, but what, what are you guys excited about when you think about this theme specifically? Cause I mean, like we had the thrift sale a while back and got to see all the t-shirts laid out, you know, like the themes in the past, but mm-hmm. like what gets you excited about coming out of COVID, which we're not going to say, mm-hmm. um, but into like this theme specifically mm-hmm. for the winter one day events. Wow. I, I just think it's, it's, ability to inject hope mm. into the students and the leaders that will yeah. be here because mm. they've been through it too mm. you know yeah. um yeah we've we've seen it we we serve on the the um high school ministry at our church and and we've seen the effect firsthand of mm. of what yeah the the pandemic has had on youth ministries and mm. students and leaders and mm. and just and, and even the ability to retain leaders mm. and and mm. keep them focused and well i think too the pandemic really brought in um just an extra layer of pain because there there are other things that they're dealing with and had they been able to go places and do things and kind of get out of the house and and really kind of 
decompress, they might could have gone through these other things. I mean, I won't throw politics in there and all that's going on mm-hmm. around that. And that's a huge pressure. I think mm-hmm. our kids are, a lot of them want to find out how they can serve the world. And um, it, it just feels hopeless for them in that regard too. So mm-hmm. so having to stay home under kind of lock and key is, is just hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to live in it constantly. Yeah. So. Yeah. When you kind of envision... Um, you know, Tark and Alicia um, teaching this content, like, are there, are there certain things in that passage that you just kind of see kids being like, oh, wow, like, like in like really grabbing onto? Yeah, I think, I, I think without kind of stealing the thunder of, of, of what's going to happen over the course of, of those Saturdays, mm. I think, I think that opening, the opening part of that passage mm. I think is is powerful and and we've got some some cool ways that we're gonna circle back around to that at the end mm. and 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 close with that as well and that's gonna be super fun um, but the idea that 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 God has called us and he's called us and anointed us to to make a difference in our mm. world mm. Um, no matter what's going on. No yeah. matter what's going on. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so that's the the part that I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. One of the parts, and um, you know, on the the kind of the second session Saturday night is really going to be um, gospel centered, mm-hmm. and so excited to um, give students just the opportunity to respond. Mm-hmm. Yeah to what God's calling them to. So mm, going to yeah. be a fun, yeah, fun yeah. 12 hours. Yeah. Together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I used to go to these events that were like these one day youth events and, um, you know, they can be over-programmed in some regard, but we know, I know I can speak on behalf of when we first came out here, you know, three or four years ago, that one of the things that Pondo does really well is creating space, you know, and, and not program space, but just creating space. And, uh, and so even though there's going to be, you know, kind of a shorter window and a lot of content, you know, laid on the table, still providing kids and leaders with space to Mm -hmm. process that and to wrestle through those things. Um, because I think one of the things that camp has always done for people has, like you said, Becky, of like, it, it pulls them out of the typical, gives them hope. It gives them kind of a, a, a set of tools, mm-hmm. um, a refreshed kind of set of tools to mm-hmm. go back into the typical mm-hmm. um, and, yeah, hopefully encouraged and yeah. you know, full of life and now understanding like, oh, I used to approach it this way and now I, I see it this way. Mm-hmm. But I think, as Kimberly said, um, in kind of preparing her heart for going back to her first like corporate church gathering like a few weeks ago mm-hmm. she she came back and she was like i didn't know that i needed that mm-hmm. like that much yeah, yeah. and i think that's camp is always something that people get excited yeah, about yeah. and because it's something you look forward to it's like mm-hmm. hey school's over we're going to camp but in this it's not necessarily like it's like a typical winter camp mm-hmm. um we didn't get to have summer camp so it's been a year since kids yeah. have been to Pondo. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's and I crazy. Think, ah, it's nuts to think about that. But I think there are going to be kids who come who have had a, we won't say like um, repeated experience at Pondo. I think it's always unique. But I think they're going to come and experience something 
like brand new, mm-hmm. even in a shorter time span. Yeah. That's what I'm so pumped about, yeah. you know, to think about in that. Well, so. and that's my whole life story. I mean, I'm a mm. camp kid and, yeah. um, you know, in those high school years coming back every summer to our camp was hugely pivotal. Mm. I, I don't even know if you could put those two words together, but it did. It did. It planted a seed that carried me through an entire year so mm. that I could kind of manage some tough situations um, and then I didn't even realize, I mean, it did give me hope at the time. And, you know, coming out of that as a young adult, I didn't really have a good grasp that that meant so much mm. until I got on into life a little further into my 30s and and began to really realize what God did through that. Um, mm. And it's I think it's why I do what we do. Mm. Um, I think to some degree he's taken <laughs> the fight with me. Um, but yeah, for me, it's 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 a total giving back of what mm. I've received. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. Love that. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, we've talked about camp. We talked about the winter one day stuff and the theme that um, is kind of encompassed just our entire end of 2020 experience. Mm-hmm. Um, going back to this campaign and this year in giving um, that we're asking people to prayerfully consider partnering with us, you know, in, you know, elevator pitch. You know, somebody comes to you and says, hey, why give to Pondo? Wow. In the midst of a lot of people mm-hmm. needing yeah. support right now. Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you respond to that? Well, that's a hard one because, mm-hmm. you know, my heart breaks for, you know, kids that are in need. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, saying, oh, we need your money too. It, I don't want to say that. I think mm-hmm. uh, we need to keep working yeah. um, and keep being with these kids and spending mm-hmm. time with them and ministering to them. And that's like necessary. It's essential yeah. for our kids to get back to some normalcy. And so mm-hmm. um, I would say, I mean, God does amazing things here at Camp Pondo. Mm. I've seen it for the last 24 years that, you know, just outrageous things that you would never expect, how he moves um, and how he convicts and how he he just kind of gives a warm blanket, so to (laughs) speak. And I don't even, I don't know where I got that from, but um, just kind of a, just a a hug kind of a deal Mm. to people who are in need. And so coming here and doing that is just so beneficial Mm. um, for students in every way, spiritually, and I think emotionally, Mm. and, you know, all those things, it's just so good for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you see the, you know, the little Becky's, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. that are, that are, that are at camp that, that need that mm-hmm. dose of hope, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and we're in a position to give that mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. And so this campaign just, just allows us to keep yeah. doing that. Yeah. It's just a piece of the puzzle. It's a relatively small piece of the puzzle, mm-hmm. but it allows us just to keep doing what God's called us to yeah, do. Absolutely. And I think just the testimony of this former staffer that would come to you guys and based off of their experience at Pondo, based off of what God has done in their life through Pondo mm-hmm. and you know, years removed mm-hmm. from the ministry to come and say, Hey, yeah, we want to give and we want to support mm-hmm. um and partner. Yeah. Not just like a hey, here's a one and done gift, but hey, we're we're looking to cultivate something here with this matching gift. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then to see that number 
be lifted to 25,000, mm-hmm. you know, from the 15. Mm-hmm. And then now seeing these other people come in and, and, and partner with mm-hmm. us and ultimately with the kingdom work that God is doing here. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. And so yeah. we were driving through, we we're coming back from our, our trip, Thanksgiving trip, and we we're driving through Tacoa, Georgia. And um, you guys don't know this about my story, but I went to camp um, at Gotel camp at, uh, in Tacoa, Georgia. Oh. And, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of like go tell camps. It was a Rick Gage was the guy. And, yeah, yeah. and, uh, it was really cool. Elvis Presley's stepbrother, um, was one of the other main guys. I got to like hang out with that dude on the regular. <laughs> it was really funny. Like on the summers. Was, what year was that? So this was like my end of my high school days. Mm. Um, and what's really cool is that my musical journey actually started there because mm-hmm. um, most people don't know this, but like when I left high school, I actually gave up music. I was like, I'm done. I don't want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until a year and a half later when we started Summer Hill that God really started wrestling um, with me on that one. And um, and so, but uh, there was an opportunity that came up at that camp because someone saw me. Like I was kind of a little Becky in mm-hmm. a way where I was this kind of kid who was, I was like, you know, I'd do the athletic stuff, but there was always this part of me that wanted to shadow the band and like mm. be that annoying little kid. Like, oh, yeah. can you sign my drumsticks or yeah. can you do this? Yeah. Right. Um, and because of those guys took interest in me and mm-hmm. because those guys um, at that camp took time to love on me, knowing that like my um, home situation was a little different mm-hmm. um, and, and I needed that hope and I needed that encouragement it did. It sparked something mm-hmm. in me that when I went back home, my perspective was different and mm-hmm. my dreams and my goals were different. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that. We've seen yeah. that here. Um, over some, and over. <laughs> something that I think uh, the three of us, especially, have talked about in the last, I would say, like year and a half is coming to this really beautiful understanding that God allows us the opportunity to minister to um, students that I don't think a lot of people know that we have the opportunity to minister to here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not like a, you know, inner city, like at risk youth camp, but God has allowed us this opportunity to have weeks where we do have students from Compton and different mm-hmm. places while we have students from Las Vegas mm-hmm. and OC and these, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's beautiful. Um, and so if there's somebody listening to this, that, you know, you're wondering, yeah, why would I give to Pondo? Yeah. I, I think it's because this has become and a unique space for all kinds of people to encounter Jesus. Yeah. Um, and we hear stories, not just from students, but from leaders and even more so from our staffers mm-hmm. that would lead to something like, you know, someone mm-hmm. wanting to partner with us yeah. $15,000, you yeah. know, down. It's like, that's yeah. amazing. And so um, I know yeah. I'm, ta- I'm talking a lot on this episode, but um, <laughs> but but yeah, I yeah. think it's just been so powerful to see this year um, with some of these other things that Dan has been hinting at over the last couple episodes that we'll be rolling out you know early next year. But we've been able to see people who honestly before this year weren't associated with Pondo come into the fold yeah. in different ways. Yeah, and be blown away yeah. by stories and be blown. I mean, they haven't even seen it. Yeah. Like they haven't actually been able to see like a winter camp session right. or a summer camp session. They've just heard the stories yeah. out of our mouth or, mm-hmm. you know, read different things. And for them to like want to want to partner, want to give their time mm-hmm. and their energy, want their families mm-hmm. to be here and be around this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that we have to like, we've, we haven't had to like prove ourselves 
but it's like God brought people to the table and like laid out the spread of mm-hmm. what he's up to at Pondo. Yeah. And people like are grabbing onto yeah. that, yeah. you know? Well, so, when we talked about double portion being, mm, you know, not necessarily money. Yeah. Um, that's people. Yeah. That's um, people who can potentially help you and want to to invest in the ministry as well. And mm. so um, God has certainly done that. Mm-hmm. There's been a double portion you know, from his hand, directly mm-hmm. from his hand, all because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's incredible, yeah. you know, what he's yeah. been able to do through this season. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think I think for a long time, we've been kind of winking in the dark, and and <laughs> yeah. and God's starting to turn the lights on, mm. and and uh, just people are starting to see mm. the significance of of what God does here. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing to be a part of it. It's a, it's an exciting season. It's been yeah. a challenging season, yeah. Yeah. but, but at the same time, probably the most, um, expectant mm. that we've ever been about our future. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. I went back and listened to episode two, just kind of thinking about, you know, future talking points. And you guys said that, like, I mean, after 24 years of being here, you ended, episode two by saying that you're more excited about Mm. the future, you know, Mm -hmm. not only in your own ministry, but like with what's happening here at Pondo. Yeah. And I just, I always like moved by that to think that, you know, and everything that you guys have been able to see and we've, we've told stories like the, the, the nineties for you guys. I mean, like (laughs) y'all had some like big people here and we're doing some really rad things. I'm early two thousands. And, but then to see like what God is up to Mm. and Kimberly and I were talking about this the other morning is, um, you know, it for someone like me who's a dreamer and a very future-oriented person, mm. um, this year has been psycho <laughs> because all the things that we and when I say we, I'm talking about like specifically like the movement team. You know, what was the Summer Hill team that we moved out here to partner with you guys in mm. and launch? Mm-hmm. We haven't got to do any of those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've said that out loud a few times. And slowly, as I say it out loud, I lose the frustration yeah. <laughs> and I start to like gain hope and, and not just hope, but like pure joy and excitement thinking about, we could have done those things, could have launched those things and they would have mm-hmm. been awesome. Yeah. But God has completely rebuilt the foundation yeah. of, of Camp Pondo over yeah. the last year. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what gets me pumped about not only the people that are partnering with us, mm-hmm. not only are the, the people that God's bringing to the table, mm-hmm. but just even for our full-time yeah. staff and crew here that yeah. we're about to get to see something that uh, we couldn't have even like dreamed up. Yeah. Um, even yeah. in my wild mind, mm-hmm. like there's there's nothing that I could have dreamed up that's going to be as cool as yeah. and life-giving as what's about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. pumped about it. it. Yeah. yeah. So all that to say... Um, as you're wrapping up, you know, 2020 and, uh, you're having conversations with people. Um, if you're listening to this, like we would love, absolutely love for you, um, to, yeah, like you said, prayerfully consider partnering yeah. with us, um, financially, and we mean that, yeah, prayerfully. Absolutely I mean, prayerfully. we want yeah. you yeah. to, to talk to God about it. Mm-hmm. We want it to be something that your heart's in. Totally. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. Because because long term we're not looking for people to throw dollars at us. We're no. we're honestly asking for partners, mm-hmm. um, for the long haul. Yeah. Gospel and champions. Gospel that's champions. What, that's what I love that. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, so good. 
Well, sweet. Um, well, yeah, we're excited to keep talking through these things. And um, yeah, today's conversation, we pulled out a couple ideas talking about theme development and what that looks like um, as a camp. Um, you know, and as we talk about shifting programming and things like that, I think there's future conversations around that. But um, like we said, please prayerfully consider partnering with us. And uh, we just ask that you pray over our team. And as Dan said, in whatever way, praying over in whatever way God would pour out a double portion over Camp Pondo and our staff. And so we're excited about it. Sweet. We'll we'll see you next time. Can we say Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Absolutely.